Hey everyone, welcome once again to Podcast in Death, the weekly podcast where we discuss the in-death series of books by J.D. Robb. I am AJ. I'm Tara. And Jen's not with us today. But we're here. (laughs) We are here. (laughs) And when you hear this episode, it will most likely be um, New Year's Eve. This is episode 133, by the way. (laughs) Happy New Year. Um, And uh, you know what happens on New Year's Eve? Parties. 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 Are you going to are you going to a party on New Year's Eve? Hell no. I don't think I am. (laughs) I generally get invited to a party and I was invited to several and I'm like, just gonna not. (laughs) Yeah. Now, if I were invited to a party at like Eve's, I'd do it. But oh, definitely. I would go to that party because yeah, yeah. I mean, even Rourke know how to put on a party. Yeah. But yeah, we're going to be for, for new year's Eve. Um, we're going to be talking about, um, the party moments, our favorite party moments, our favorite party moments, not necessarily parties, but party moments, things that happened at parties. Yes. Or before parties, because a lot of our favorite party moments are Eve not wanting to deal with the party. <laughs> <laughs> so Eve being herself. Because that's right. how you read yeah. the series. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just really what it is. <laughs> so we posted a few things online and we got a lot of feedback. And so I think we're going to just um, go by what feedback is and we'll, we'll discuss. Do you have favorite party moment? Um, I don't know that I have ever like thought, Oh, this is my favorite party moment. Mostly I think about, um, my favorite party moment of all time is probably during the party for Mavis when Rourke assaults Jess Sparrow, <laughs> which is its own well, kind of party. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> and every time I think about parties, I get hung up on that because it just right. makes me happy. <laughs> yeah. So my answer is not a good one, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> well, you know, it's a, it's a great answer. <laughs> You're That's like, actually, moment. yes. And I was partying. Uh, and to go along with that is later Nadine asking Eve about what happened. Why did they disappear? And Eve go, Eve is like, well, we ran out of shrimp patties. <laughs> like we right. had to go down to the kitchen <laughs> and make more shrimp patties. That would have been very embarrassing or something to the effect. And uh, yeah. So yeah, no, that is definitely a, a party moment. Yeah. Yeah. And I think we're we all appreciate it. that party moment. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> The uh, the first couple I have here don't really say party moments, I don't think, but but um, they remind me of a party moment. So I'm going to read them together. OK, um, the first one is from Christine. And she says, I love how dreamy Eve gets once she relaxes and just enjoys the moment. It amazes her that she has a great time with all of her and Rourke's people. Yeah. Which I, I love because, you know, I mean, it makes sense because clearly before Rourke, Eve was not throwing parties. No. She was not hosting parties. She might have gone to a few, but she wasn't hosting a party. So, And also overall, yeah. all of these parties, even though we get so much of Eve being like, I don't want to do this. There is at least one moment during the party every time that you see Eve enjoying herself enjoying yes and you're like and looking yeah. around and going like 
this this is really fun or afterwards yeah. saying that was really yeah. fun but being kind of like surprised by it yeah every and i was like no this i was thinking just now like i can't think of a party that wasn't like that at yes. least at one point <laughs> right no, eve eve you're having fun stop <laughs> stop you're having fun stop it so um the next thing i'm going to read is from beverly and she says um for her favorite party moment any and all of them and then she says i love the way eve complains about having to get all fancied up and wear those high uh, skyscraper heels rourke picking out the clothes and jewelry for her eve doesn't like being a girly girl rourke is so understanding but still wants to show his lieutenant off which is true. But um, both of those things um, lead to one of my favorite party moments. Okay. And this is in connections. I actually have my book pulled out here. Oh, you do? Yes. Um, and the first chapter of connections is even Rourke going to um, Nadine's housewarming party because she's bought a new oh, like condo, yes. the, the penthouse suite in her building or whatever. And um, the one of the first things Eve thinks is they're like going to the suite is whoever decreed that fancy shoes for females required sky high skinny ass heels, rendering said shoes useless for any practice, practical purpose, including walking, should be immediately subjected to every known manner of torture, legal or otherwise. And then she says, it, or she's thinking, surely by this almost spring of 2061 in the freaking United States of America, useless skinny heeled shoes should be banned, beat with hammers <laughs> set on fire, then banned. So, I mean, Eve's position is very clear, <laughs> right? So, um, so then here's what happens at a certain point, Eve goes up to Nadine and just says, so where is it? And she's talking about Nadine's Oscar. <laughs> so good. <laughs> and Nadine says, where's what? You know, <laughs> knowing full well what she's talking about. And he's like, well, if you don't want to show it off, you know, and Nadine's like, I do. Yes, I do. And she took Eve into the other room where she has a fireplace and a mantle and the Oscars on the mantle. And um, Eve, first thing she thinks in her head is um, weird looking dickless gold dude. She thought. But the nameplate read Nadine first, and that's what counted. But if they were if they weren't going to give him a dick, why didn't they give him pants? And you know, so Eva lifts it up and looks at Nadine and says, "It's got weight, blunt force trauma waiting to happen." <laughs> Nadine's like, "Only you, right? only you." <laughs> um, but right after that. I guess Rourke was with him too, but he he hasn't said anything. So right after that, Jake comes in and um, he says to Eve, um, looking prime, Dallas, got to gander the gold guy. He's shiny, but you got to wonder if they weren't going to suit him up. Why not give him his works? One or the other. <laughs> and Rourke says, good God. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and Jake's Shit. like, sorry. And. Rourke's like, no, not at all. I, it's only I know my wife, and no doubt she thought exactly the same. And Eve says, maybe, more or less, it's a reasonable question. <laughs> <laughs> if that's what you're thinking about. <laughs> right. 
Um, oh, I do love that. Scene. And then the other thing, you know, it goes along with Eve, like kind of being surprised that she has so much fun with her people, her and Rourke's people. Um, Jake then says to Eve, lots of cops. Other than that trip to Central, I haven't seen so many cops since. And says he looked at Eve. I probably shouldn't mention the time I was 16 and used a fake ID to get a gig at this club that got raided. <laughs> and Eve says, did you kill anybody? And he said, nope. And she said, we'll let it pass. And then he says, speaking of cops, did you know Santiago can rock a keyboard? And he's like, uh, he plays the piano because <laughs> he doesn't know anything about her. She doesn't you know. know anything about that kind of stuff. Right. And he says, um, wicked. Ren brought his keys. The whole band's here. And the chick cop pushed Santiago into getting down. Chick cops got pipes. And Nadine's like, she can sing. And that's Detective Carmichael, Jake. And then she says to Eve, I asked Morris to bring his sacks. So, yeah, they, you know, I, there's just some scene of them, like, you know, I think other people were singing and Mavis was singing, obviously, that night. And, you know, it's crack was there. So that whole party scene, I, I just really love it. That is a nice one. I think I've only read Connections once, but I do yeah. recall that scene pretty well. And I, yeah, it's pretty delightful. Yeah, it's I'm excited a fun to scene. read that one again. Yeah, when we you know get there, <laughs> when we get there, yeah. Um. So, Dina says, "I believe it was in Holiday where Feeney says one of these days, Dallas, I'm going to leave one of your parties with my wife." She says, "Great line," and as far as I can remember, he still hasn't. I don't think he has. <laughs> was it in was it in holiday or was it one of the one of the more recent ones i don't know she's saying holiday so i'm not sure most everybody is mentioning um festive so i figured we'd, we'd save festive for later yeah because i feel like we don't get as much of the party and holiday as we do in festive no and we definitely don't get that much of the party in memory like festive i feel like is the most christmas party we've gotten i could be remembering right. that incorrectly right but that's my recollection at this time because right. all i remember from the party in holiday is even peabody fighting about charles monroe and yeah. Eve having a nice little moment with mira right that's all i remember from that one so yeah i don't remember much from that one either so again we're we're the best at doing this this whole we're so good this is why podcast. we make you guys do all the work <laughs> this is literally you guys doing yeah. all the work it really is there's um, just so many books yeah it's true um <laughs> Maureen says, I'm working on promises right now, and it reminds me of how well Eve passes off responsibilities for parties she is hosting, like bridal showers and baby showers. <laughs> yes, Eve is good at that. Delegation, that is a leader. Exactly. But also, I mean, she passes them off mostly to Peabody. And yeah. Who loves by the time people, people hear this, they will have heard our last episode, which was with um, Kate Beckett. 
Yes. And um, we were talking about love languages. And as we said in that episode, Peabody's love language is acts of service. Yes. So it makes sense for her to do that for Eve. You yeah, know, she likes that shit. She likes to do that. Why not let her? And then Maureen says, I don't remember the book, but when Eve signals there's a problem to Rourke by telling him she can't wait for the ball drop um, on New Year's Eve. And somebody says, uh, I think it was Kate Beckett that says obsession is death. Uh, obsession and death is when Lottie has the bullpen held hostage. Such a great scene. But I don't know if that's a party moment. Were they partying? I mean, it was no. New Year's Eve. Wasn't there a party coming up? But I don't remember them going to the party. I thought they were just well talking. It was about New the Year's party. Eve, so yeah, there's obviously a party going on, right? Yeah, it's New Year's Eve. They do a lot of talking about Prague in this one. Why? Why are they? It must be a joke between running joke between Eve and Rourke. So this is after this is going to be after Christmas, and I might not leave this part in, but I have to laugh. I had to laugh because um I watched on Food Network. They they usually have their like holiday cookie baking championship or something oh, yeah. similar and they gave the the people a uh, assignment to do like a comic strip in cookies each oh, individual fun. cookie was going to be a um a square in the comic strip right that's cool so they had to make it all make sense you know and um this woman is talking about hers is like as you can see, mine starts out with a fish in a bathtub. And something about a conversation with her mom that she feels bad that they're going to eat this fish on Christmas and then showing herself putting the fish back in the lake. And they were so confused. Well, as I'm sure you I'm sure you are right now. Yeah. Um but I just happened to work for a few years with my friend Misha, who is from uh, Czech Republic. And I laughed so hard at that comic strip. I was like, I'm probably the only person in America or one of the only ones that is laughing at this comic strip because um, that's, that's a tradition in Czech Republic. They have carp oh. on Christmas. They, they eat carp. Okay. So they go out fishing couple days before christmas they they catch the carp that they're going to have for christmas dinner live they bring it to the house they fill up the bathtub they put the fish in the bathtub so it can still be live and swimming around until they decide when on christmas they're gonna kill it oh. and eat it. <laughs> oh okay <laughs> i follow that now <laughs> She sends me pictures of their, their carp, you know, in the bathtub swimming around. And <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, that's sure. That's a tradition that you could have. <laughs> <laughs> that is a tradition that you could have. <laughs> they had no idea. And I was like, oh my gosh, she's wow. making a comic strip about the carp <laughs> being in the bathtub. Okay, I was like so, so now- thrilled. Wow. <laughs> Was this woman from the Czech Republic? I think so. She had that accent. Okay. She what was that, that accent, the one on so. um, co- uh, the Cookie Network or the Food Network? 
Food Network, yeah. I had a. I think one of my friends was on that. Maybe it was one of the other ones. I don't oh, know at what point. Um, it might have been a different, but it was some Christmas decorating, whatever. Right. <clears throat> um, I didn't get to watch this one. I watched. She was on a cake one several years ago that I watched. Oh yeah. So, but anyway, sorry, that's um, f- sorry though. That was fascinating. <laughs> right, a little bit of culture there for your. Um. So, um. So we were talking about Maureen and how she said one of her favorite holiday moments or or uh, party moments is Eve signaling there is a problem to Rourke by telling him she can't wait for the ball to drop on. New Year's Eve. And that was when Lottie had everybody in the bullpen and she had a bomb. Oh, and yes. Rourke calls Eve during that episode. During That's that right. happening. And Lottie tells Eve, answer it, keep it short, tell him you're busy, try to if you try to signal him, I I let it go, meaning the bomb. That's and right. Gosh, I remember that part. Lottie does not know Eve. So it does not know that regular conversations that people would have are not the conversations that even Rourke have. <laughs> so she has no clue what would signal Rourke or what wouldn't signal Rourke. But Eve knows exactly what would signal Rourke. So she answers That's the phone right. and says, hey, baby, sorry, I forgot to tag you. You must have been worried. But sweetheart, I've been busy, still am. And it says his eyes, blue and vivid, held hers. She could see him rethink whatever he'd been about to say. And he says to her, understood. It wouldn't be the first time. As it happens, I'm heading down your way. I thought I'd stop in, see if I can be of any help. And she says, appreciate the thought, but I'm really swamped here. I'd like to stick with it, get what I can done. You know how much I'm looking forward to the ball drop tonight. (laughs) And he says, as am I. I'll let you get back to it. Take care of my cop. And she says, that's the plan. Later, honey. (laughs) And also, like, everyone else in the bullpen is like, well, <laughs> she told Rourke everything in that car. Like, as everyone in the bullpen also knows Eve, it is it is a fucking genius scene. It and really Lottie is. Lottie has no idea. No. Sad, no. pathetic Lottie. <laughs> yeah, poor Lottie. I feel bad. Kind of, not yeah, really. Kind of, not really. Um, <laughs> That's a good one, though. <laughs> so, let's see. I think the rest of these are from um, um, festive. Do you have non-festive ones uh-huh. on? Uh- I do. I do. Um, let's see. So that's festive. That's festive. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah everyone wants to talk okay. about festive. Right. <laughs> on uh, Facebook, I have one from Mary Ellis who says, my favorite party is Louise's bridal shower in Promises and Death. The scene has three of my favorite party scenes. One, Mira picking out Eve's dress from her closet. Two, naked and inebriated women jumping into the pool. Mm. And three, the smart girl breakfast. And strangely enough, all three of these events actually do happen within the same time span of this party. Um, Christine, uh, Christine Taggart said, great scene. Rosalia said, that's one of my favorites too. Uh, uh, Let's see. Jeannie said, love the smart girl breakfast um and then michelle kenyon said 
I listed Louise's party as a fave of mine too. Listed the discussion where they compare their men to animals in the sack. Mm-hmm. I forgot all about the reasons you listed, so they're good. Um, Rosalia also said, I agree with the moments that have been mentioned. I also love the housewarming party at Nadine's. I love the cookout, uh, especially when Eve ends up working the grill because Dr. Mira and Feeney went looking for Somerset and dessert. Mm. Um, a lot of people talked about this one too. Jeannie talked about um, when we're first introduced to McNabb and he doesn't realize it's Eve's ass. He puts his hand on. Oh uh, yeah. Love <laughs> and also everyone was waked out because the commander is dancing. Um, and then there's a lot. Of, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then a lot of conversation about like, um, when did, e- when did McNabb put his hands on Eve's ass? Um, and then she said, Heidi said, I believe it was at their very first Christmas party during holiday and death. He didn't recognize her until she turned around and froze him. Always makes me laugh. Uh, Dina said, yes, I was going to mention that one. It's hilarious. It was their first Christmas party. Um, Queen Susan portrays McNabb stammering and stuttering and Eve making him er, and Rourke making him feel more intimidated than already. It's a classic scene. Um, Beth Benner Tolbert says, I always love any moment when Eve is giving gifts just because she's so intuitive with her choices. Everyone is always so happy or touched. But yeah. Peabody's toast at Eve's bachelorette party is one of my favorite moments. Heidi said, in memory, Eve is tasked with supervising the ballroom decoration. I'd forgotten this and was thinking it was festive. Uh, I love that she's struggling with that headache and work starts to give her an out. And she says, I've run bigger ops than this and dives back in. I think that's infestive. Mm. Um, that part of it. Um, the interaction between Eve, Nadine, Jake, and Rourke at Nadine's housewarming party when Eve is showing when Nadine is showing Eve for Oscar. Uh, another comment about McNabb grabbing Eve's butt. Um, Lynn Whitfield says, I love listening to Susan Erickson narrating how the mansion is being decorated. The competitive decorators trying to outdo each other and irritated Eve waiting to stun them all. <laughs> um, the one party I wish we were privy to was the one where Rourke got introduced to his extended family. His reaction to meeting his grand his grandmother and being told to call her granny and oh, give her a kiss on the cheek like a good lad would have been priceless. Mm-hmm. wonder what their reaction was like when he told them he met his wife, the cop, because he was a prime murder suspect. Sean would also want to know if Eve ever stunned him accidentally because he's a violent little bugger. (laughs) (laughs) Sean. Right. I love Sean. We love Sean. And we we can't forget Galahad around the holidays. His bloated snoring roundness passed out under the table in a food coma from scoring Mm. handouts from the kids at Thanksgiving. His running around the mansion gleefully ringing the bells on his collar to drive everyone crazy and being happily stoned from the catnip toy Eve gave him for Christmas. Sure, he looked stupid in the antler headband she put on him, but hey, who doesn't look stupid wearing them? Well, yes. Checking to see. um, I think that was all that wasn't festive. Yeah. I think I have a couple that that aren't festive also um, from another post that I made. Walla girl says, I don't remember the book, but I love the scene where Mavis is spelling out all the swears and Eve reminds her that she's not around Bella and Mavis lets loose with a string of curse words and says, Ooh, that felt good. 
maybe celebrity and death. And yes, that was from celebrity and death. Yeah. That sounds celebrity. It's Kaya says, I still think Mavis's baby shower and Bella's first birthday were the cutest party encounters ever. It's been a minute since I've, since I've read celebrity. Um, Ducky's cheeky monkey says, I like to think the interrogation room and observation of it, as well as the takedown operations have the best parties. I mean, they flew to Ireland to take Lork and Cobb down and they, then they had a party, which is true. I mean, you know, not wrong. And Gypsy 007 says the Christmas parties where the whole gang of them are there. That made me think of another party that I, that no one's mentioned. Yeah. Because it's also, it's also in the middle of an op. Mm-hmm. Um, in reunion, when even Rourke attend that fancy fundraiser thing for Louise. Right. Um, and you know, Eve's obviously not partying at all because she's like got her eye on Rourke and waiting for Juliana Dunn to like, you know, do her shit. Um, but I just remember that that whole scene and how like Charles and Louise are totally like, what the fuck is up? And yeah, it's not really like it's she's not distracted. really a party moment, but I just really like the interaction between those characters. Yeah. And like how how uh a party is not is rarely just a party in Eve's world. And that was just one that made me think. Mm-hmm. So Michelle Kenyon says, I think it's infestive, but when Dallas makes Trina feel better and gives her a candle and then Trina gives her the mistletoe tattoo above her butt. Is that, is that infestive? I should have my festive book open. Probably. A lot of uh, holiday things happen in festive. Yeah, I don't think it's. Do you know what I was looking for the other day and I couldn't find it? What? I was almost sure that there was a page on the wiki listing all of Dallas's tattoos and I couldn't find it. Oh, I know that there was on the forum years ago, or at least there was a thread about it. I I know. But um, we should really, if there's not a page there, that it should be, there should be a page there. So I just look up mistletoe um, in festive and there's nothing, no mention of mistletoe. Um, She also says, let's see. And that same party is also where she and her squad and the others like Feeney and McNabb end up in a room together discussing the party and who they'd met there, which is just great. Just a great team moment. I think Dallas even kicked off her shoes. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, any opportunity to do that. Yeah. She's like always ready to do that when she's wearing those. And um, we learn a little bit about Santiago, a little bit more about Santiago, I guess, because that's when he said he was talking to some guy who's, who's a baseball player and talks to Eve about how he used to play baseball in high school and, college and thought he would be become a baseball player but he decided to become a cop instead (laughs) i love that mavis's baby shower and louise's bridal shower both sounded like a blast i always laugh at the moment where they're all comparing their men to animals we already talked about that one yeah um and not their party but bella's first birthday party especially her reaction to her getting her dollhouse it is really cute. And I don't really see cute. now I. What book is that, though? 
Yeah, I don't know. That's frustrating because I know I just saw it. I know I had just opened that book up. It wasn't in... Maybe it was in Secrets? Secrets. Let's just say it's in Secrets. (laughs) (laughs) Because Jen isn't here to tell us that we're wrong. It is in Secrets. Look at that. Yes, look at us. Yay. (laughs) I'm really hard. Like, I'm like trying to like search for it on my phone, but I don't have the books. So I'm just like trying to Google books it. Not very good. Uh, So Rourke Rourke gets um, Bella the dollhouse. We do know because Eve says that, that um, this is Eve's first, first birthday party. Oh, yeah. Are we surprised by that? No. Right. You think he's going <laughs> to willingly go to a birthday party for a one year old? No. Um. Let's see. So. So, yeah, most people are are commenting on festive. So um, Jamie's illustrations said festive and death, the Christmas party. I can read that scene over and over. I love that it's so long. Nora really goes into depth with the party scene that you get to enjoy and hang out with everyone. Favorite scene, caterers scene, when they are setting up and having fits of where things should be. One of the staff mistaking Eve as a worker. Maybe yeah. telling her that she's the owner of the place. And Eve making her run around after the comment. Was that this book or am I mixing up scenes? Anyway, I love the whole Christmas party. No, I remember I that, that Eve. Isn't she like working with them trying to figure out where to put all of the poinsettias or. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. It's she's fucking badass in that. Yeah. (laughs) There was something that I saw uh, where, you know, she Rourke came in and she was like delegating everything and it turned him on or something like that, which nobody's surprised about. Right. I really think that that is in promises or not promises. Um, festive. Right. Um, on Facebook. Yeah. Sue said, my favorite party moment is in festive and death when Eve gives Peabody her magic coat and gives mm. all the loot that she bought with Tico's help. And Kate Beckett said, my favorite party scene is in festive and death where Eve is just walking around the party observing Running into True Heart, making out with his girlfriend, having a nice conversation with Baxter, and just having a private party moment with her team in another room, which we'd already brought up. And those are the yeah. festive moments on here. Yeah, I'm excited to read. Like, so we're about to be in the books that I've only read like once or twice. Right. Like, there's a handful of books coming up that I've read more than once. I think I've read, I think I've read fantasy more than once, like maybe twice. Mm hmm. Um, and I know I've read New York to Dallas and Treachery a couple times, and that's about it. Everything else I've only read like once, right? Prior to where we are now, so yeah, I'm me excited too. to so, be reunited with these moments, right? Um, but I'm really excited for festive, but that's a while away now. Yeah, that's a, that's a while away. <laughs> We're in the holiday season, but we don't have didn't didn't we manage to hit like something closer to a holiday last year or is I that think just me? so yeah 
or the first year. I can't remember. Yeah. So uh, Michelle K says that Eve having to manage the decorating and set up hilarious and later Eve and her, some of her squad in another room watching the game and bullshitting. So that's, you know, yeah. festive also. Um, Maggie says, I remember Eve in charge of decorating part. It was hilarious. It's, it's always funny. Like, you know, I mean, she, she knows what to do in any other situation where she's in charge. Oh yeah. That's decorating. I mean, that's how these things have to be like given to her. Like she has to be faced with a task in this way so that she can thrive in her leadership skills to delegate and make shit happen. Yeah. And she thinks, you know, like, well, I don't know anything about flowers. You don't have to. Right. They know about flowers. You just have to tell them what to do with the flowers. But, or like, you know, in, in the case of a, it's either holiday or one of the, where, yeah, the poinsettias and they were building the tower and, you know, they didn't have enough or whatever. And she's like, well, then go get more. Like, what's your problem? Go get more. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I do appreciate her no nonsense way of dealing with people in that way. Um, Ducky's cheeky monkey says Trina giving Eve the kiss my ass tattoo. And I don't remember what book that's in. That is an earlier sound- book. If that's a party moment, that sounds like something she did at like either. That would have been holiday. Maybe you think so? Maybe, maybe it's holiday where she got the, um, mistletoe too. Yeah. I I can't remember, but it should really be mistletoe with it saying kiss my ass. And maybe that's what it is. Right. I mean, that's what, that would, that's what makes sense to me. If someone were like regularly looking at my body, I think that would be a cool tattoo to have. (laughs) (laughs) Just saying. Okay. Um, and I think that's really all I've got for um, that's Instagram. That's all that was on but, Facebook. Um, yeah. We, you know, I, I don't really want to do a, a really long episode, you know, because people are getting ready for their, uh, some people, they're, not everyone. Their parties. Their parties. They want to go to their parties. So. Right. Um, yeah. You know, continue to, you know, message us and let us know what your favorite party moments are. We still want to yeah. hear them. We'll, we'll come back to all this at some point too. Yeah. We'll have to reminisce so. on more parties. We know Nora's going to give us more parties. So. Yeah. She is going to give us more parties. So I guess we can go real quickly to some podcast business. Sounds good. So for podcast business, um, we do have a new patron, another new patron. Awesome. Uh, Cheryl. Yay. Cheryl's a new patron. So thanks, Cheryl. Thank you, Cheryl. We appreciate you becoming a new patron. Also, we got a um, voicemail from Michelle and it's kind of a holiday message. I mean, by the time oh. you read this, holidays will be over. But um, should we play the message anyway? I would hear it. Michelle's holiday message to us. Okay. Hi, uh, ladies. This is Michelle Kenyon from Amsterdam. I just wanted to say hi and wish you guys a Merry Christmas. 
um, and a happy, healthy and prosperous new year. And thanks for all the great podcasts this year. Really enjoyed it. And uh, also thanks for having me on the show. Um, so have a great one, guys. And um, we'll look forward to the next episode. All right. Bye. Take care. Aww. So, yeah. You're happy welcome. Happy holidays, Michelle. Thank yeah, you. Happy holidays to Michelle. Happy <laughs> yeah, holidays to everyone. Being part of this. We love yeah. it. Yeah. And um, I, I love when we get to meet you guys. It's fun. Yeah. So I think we've said this multiple times on the show, but if you're interested at all in being on the show, just, you know, send us any kind of a message on any of our social medias, you know, yes. or um, you can send us an email at show at podcastanddeath.com uh you can go to our website we do have a form that you can fill out there to send us a message if you want to use our website um or you can call the number like michelle did um and the number is 205-476-2753 and that spells out 2054 roar so i did i got it we right like to that listen time to your messages I we do like to hear your messages. So, you know, especially if you're like, I want to be on the show. I want to talk about that because we had, like we've said already, Kate Beckett on the show. And that topic was fascinating. That was really cool. I'm really yeah. looking forward to, to like, just in general, I'm going to learn a little bit more about love languages. I think yeah, I, that's interesting. Yeah. That whole, that whole, mm conversation was fascinating so if you have a topic that you think you would love to talk about and uh you know it doesn't have to be don't feel any pressure even if you just want to be on the show to talk to us about the series we'd love to have you so just let us yes. know if you want to do that if you want to be on the show um and i think that's it okay yeah you know i, don't have anything. I mean so everybody's got things to do i'm sure on uh, new year so happy new year to everyone uh let's hope yes. it's a safe and let's hope it's a good new year that's right and yeah everybody stay safe on on uh, new year's because it's it's not safe out there sometimes with it really other drivers and people going crazy and uh blizzards i guess bomb bomb blizzards or bomb whatever cyclone or whatever that bomb is. cyclones that are going to happen <laughs> uh, where Terry is. <laughs> I don't know if that's the right term. I just saw, I like read it in passing. It is, and I was it like, is the right term. And, terrible. And look at this is headline it? that I was just pulled, that I had just pulled up. Um, can you see it? Wait, let's see. Most of the U S facing a bomb cyclone. Here's why California will be spared. <laughs> so <laughs> congratulations, sorry for all the rest of you. Thank you. Uh, we'll still have our uh, green Christmas here. Yeah. Um, so uh, <laughs> anyway, yeah, everybody, you know, I mean, thanks so much for the year. We really appreciate all one. of your support throughout the year. Um, and uh, hopefully next year we'll, get even better for us and for everyone else yes so i guess that's it for this episode of podcast and death great so for podcast and death this is aj this is tara and jen is out there and she will also have a great new year and she wishes all of you a, new, a great new year as well i'm sure yes and um that's it so 
Well, we'll talk to you next week. Good night, everyone. Good night. Goodbye. Good night. Whatever. Bye. <laughs> Bye. See you. See you next year. See. Oh, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> See you next year. <laughs> See you next year. Then we'll come back next week. <laughs> anyway, so Thank you yeah. to whoever Bye, chuckled everybody. at that. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Podcast in Death. If you enjoyed this podcast, please give us a five-star review on Apple iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We would greatly appreciate it. Podcast in Death is hosted by Amy Ryan, Jen Terpstra, and Tara Corkery, and is edited and produced by Amy Ryan. The opinions expressed on this show are for entertainment purposes only and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the in-death fandom at large. Podcast in Death is not in any way affiliated with Nora Roberts, Berkeley, Penguin Publishing Group, or St. Martin's Press. Our theme song is Justice Never Sleeps by Cosmo and is available on Shutterstock.com. This episode and all of our previous episodes are available at PodcastInDeath.com. Have something to say? You can email us at show at PodcastInDeath.com or find us on social media by searching for Podcast in Death on Facebook Instagram, and Twitter. Also, you can call us and leave a message at 205-476-2753. That spells out 205-4-ROARK. Thanks again for listening. And in the immortal words of Brian Kelly, fucking slouch at you.